And then whoever wins those games, does the Super Bowl right after that? Or is it a little bit later? I think it's two weeks after that. Two weeks after that. Okay. For informational purposes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not we're not worried about none of that. We're I'm just thinking because you know I'm a, I'm a, all about a schedule and a time, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, we're just if focused we on this, Green Bay. We're just focused on winning one. I'm game. I'm saying in terms of schedule for myself. We're just focused on winning just this one game Saturday night. Green Bay Packers, 49ers. <laughs> and boy, it's gonna be a goodie. What are you looking forward to most about the game? up you guys welcome to the warner house we are back here on just a good day we've had a great day today we've had a long weekend we've had a long week Mm. um since we last talked to everyone so it has been a nice little minute a cool minute i know people haven't been able to watch 49er football for an Mm. entire week yeah that makes things really just ah people are on edge i'm on edge I can tell. I could tell you were cracking like about two days ago. You know, about it was all days. fun. Whenever everything was fine in the beginning, whenever we we're excited, oh, we get some time off, all the things. But then Fred definitely started to crack. Oh. About yeah, it was two days ago. I could tell. I could see the wheels in your brain like moving around, and you just needing to like be in your structure. So we're back. Are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> Funny? Oh, I'm happy every day. I know I you're get, extra happy though because I get to, you're back uh, in the swing of football. That I get to be your husband. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. How's your day been? Give me one moment, Mom. We're at, we're doing a podcast right now, so the <laughs> the sound. That's why I just said that. Listen, just you want me to give you a minute. No. You tell me when you're ready, and then I'll start. We'll just leave that in there. No, for organic. stop. I hate it when you say that. Oh, my God. We have to keep that in. No. See? Okay. Um, so getting back <sighs> on track. Take one good deep breath together. Ready? One, two, three. Need another? Just stop it. Just stop talking for a second. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Oh gosh. So we are back in the swing of things. We're starting your work week. We're starting a normal week of football. So yeah. Just really excited to get back to work. (laughs) How's your day been? It's been a day. It's Mm -hmm. been a good day. Today is actually Martin Luther King Day. Mm -hmm. Shout out MLK. Absolutely. Thank you for your service. Um, Your service. Yeah, he was a service to the American people. Absolutely. And actually the world. The world. He was actually a service to the world. So um, it's a beautiful bank holiday today. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was kind of normal. We had a beautiful doctor's appointment today that we went to. We sure did. That Fred got to come with me to because today's technically, I guess, an off day. Mm-hmm. 
but it's never like really off. But it's an off day, so he got to come with right. me to my doctor appointment, which was really great because um, we don't always get that. So yeah, we had a great doctor's appointment. Things are fine and great, and then yeah, it's been a good day. Been a great day. I think that was the highlight of my day was being able to be there with you. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Me too. I also I had a really good Pilates session this morning. So really, yeah, that was nice. Wow. Jen over at Encore really. You know, it's like it's about the body, but it's also about the mind and the spirit. And sometimes I go in there and I just need to like, you know, talk. Yeah. It's like a therapy session as mm-hmm. well as um like a physical thing. Right. So And that's good. You kill you need two that. birds with one stone. Very nice. So let's t- kind of take the folks back. Obviously, okay, it's been okay. a very long week. Enough about us. Um, enough about us. Well, actually, we're going to talk a little bit more about us. Actually, okay. we're going to talk about how this past week went. Okay. And what we got ourselves into, really ah, using the most out of this bye week that we had. Um, yeah. Do you want to kind of take them through like how, how the week went? It's been really chill, you guys. We really haven't done anything. I mean, it's been very just relaxing. We watched a bunch of football. We watched... I mean, yeah, just a bunch of football, just normal week. It hasn't been anything crazy. We haven't, we didn't do anything out of the ordinary, really. Mm-hmm. Just a normal week. Yeah, the way the week goes for the players is you want to obviously use the week as a tool to then prep for this week, right? You want guys to get healthy. You want guys rejuvenated fresh, but you also don't want to use it as like a, as like a regular bye week in season. Cause like regular bye weeks in season, you want to fully detach for a week. You want to get away. You want to get get your mind off of football for a week, so you can come back and you're re, re, like refreshed, also, but like kind of in a different manner. Like you want to, because it's such a long stretch of, of a season, right? You have left. Yeah. Now this not a long stretch. We got left. You literally got to win a couple games to yeah. to hoist that thing at the end. Well, three weeks, so a little bit less than a month. Right, but it's not like seven or eight. I have games. a question. Okay, give, if give, and when we make it to the Super Bowl. Oh wow. When um is it like um, I always forget you know I don't how about know. we ask it how about we ask it a little later why because we're we're not there yet all right like you were just saying you're the thick of football and the thick of pregnancy yeah could we have holy to... smokes yeah it was like Fred what are you doing going to doctor's appointments you have a game coming up <laughs> you should be in the film room is that what they're saying uh, they probably really I don't know I'm talking about like fans. Oh, fans for sure would say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, back to this whole bye week talk. We used it to the fullest of our advantage. We did a great job. I mean, obviously, our coach, Coach Shanahan, was the one who did a great job in, in making sure that he orchestrated how we went about it. Um, but, yeah, you, we, it was a great combination of staying sharp, keep sharpening the axe for when it's time to chop, and as well as – getting that rejuvenation, that re- that refreshment that you need to get the guys in tip-top before we got to go out to war, go out to battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you mentioned, we watched a lot of football. Mm-hmm. And from a player's perspective of sitting on the couch watching the games, it's like I found myself kind of multiple times throughout the weekend being like, it's so crazy that over half of the league is their season's done. Yeah. We haven't had a first-round buy since 2019. And we're in 2024 now, or I guess that was 2020 when we had the buy, you know, for that, whatever. Um, and so it's been so long since we had a bye week, and I kind of forgot what that feeling's like. And now being able to kind of sit back and have the buy, mm-hmm. it makes you kind of reflect a little bit more, like ha- having played a good amount of ball and being, you know, kind of experienced in the NFL now. Mm-hmm. 
uh, knowing that a lot of teams are sitting at home. And then you're also watching the games like, dang, do I still I – st- I'm going to be doing that in a week. Like, I'm going to be on that field flying around chaotic, just like, and, and people are going to be sitting there watching me in, well, in a week. Well, that's how you watch, like, a Thursday night game. I know, but for some reason, the playoffs is just his different. It's different. It's, you're at the end of the season. Everyone's playing way harder. You're at the end of the season, and it level of intensity goes up, and then uh, there's only a few games left in the year. It's like, whoa. Yeah. You know? So, you kind of – you. Kind of like how I was talking about it last week. Like, how do you not like just completely lock in, dial in at this yeah. point in the season? It's like, whoa! Like, you better make the most of it. Yeah. Because a lot of teams didn't this past weekend. So it was exciting for you to watch the games. Very exciting. Yeah. I mean, one because we wanted to figure out who we were playing, and then mm-hmm. two, just being a, an avid football fan. <laughs> Never last and night. And being a player as well. Whatever it came up on the screen of who we were because we were watching. Well, I forget what game it was. The last game or the, the first one? Game. The Lions or Rams. And after the Lions won, after the credits ran and all that's not credits, but it came up that we were fine. We finally got our schedule that we were going to play on Saturday night at five fifteen or five. And I like said it out loud, and you just like ignored me, or, or you weren't listening, or you guess mm-hmm. you thought I was just like guessing because we've been mm-hmm. talking like all week about oh Saturday or Sunday. And then I was like, no, Red, like it's on the screen. It says right there. And he got, I just saw you get, you like lit up. You were so excited. We're like on Saturday night? Yeah. Prime time. Oh my God. You were excited. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we didn't know if we were playing on Sunday. We didn't know I, we were playing on Saturday. We didn't I know if it was like, a day game, night game. I was waiting to like make all my appointments for the week, depending on what were happening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if for sure they're, we're going to play on Sunday, for sure we are. And then mm-hmm. guess what? I had to change everything. So <laughs> I was wrong. We were playing Saturday, which is fun. When was the last time that we played on a – did we play on a Saturday last playoffs? Do you remember? Um, I can't remember. Yeah, far. But, um, like last year? Like, yeah, like last year in the playoffs. Maybe. I'm pretty sure we probably yeah. did have – I mean, because we played, what, three games? We played a lot of games. So one of those had to have had been Saturday. Had to Saturday, yeah. Yeah, so Saturday night lights. It's going to be electric. Electric. Yeah. Levi's I hope Stadium. Levi's is lit. No, it's going to be. Sold out. Sold out. But the lights, thing is, camera, our, like, The thing is, though, I wonder. I'm like, I wonder if the fans are just kind of used to playoffs because we usually always do make it because we're very blessed. Mm. And we usually always do, you know. And then these games, are they're pretty – like, the tickets are way more expensive than regular tickets. Sure. So I wonder if it will be, like, a sold-out, crazy-packed game. Mm-hmm. Or if people kind of save their – their tickets for the regular season. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be packed out. Yeah. The the electricity in the building will be, whoa. How many fans from Green Bay do you think will make it out? A good amount. A good amount. Because we played Green Bay in the playoffs before. It's not, yeah. And uh, we played them at home, NFC Championship 2019. Oh. And uh, there were some fans. Not a lot. Mostly Niners out there. But Green Bay travels well. They, they got do. a good. They got a good fan base. I'm so I was trying to think back to when I traveled with you to the game, the last playoff game that we played them to, and it was at Green Bay. Correct. Boy, that was a long travel day because Green mm-hmm. Bay, if you're not like, it's in the middle of nowhere. That stadium, that little town, like it is such like a secluded little town, um, which it's beautiful and it's like a, it's like a it's a football town. It's a kind mm-hmm. of like it reminded me of my hometown Tuscaloosa, Alabama, a lot because mm-hmm. it's only football. Of course, we have the college that like you know makes it really. Um, like that, but like no, Green Bay is like a, it's like a, it's a football town. It is a football town. They, they care a lot passionate. about the Packers. Yeah. But we'll talk more about the Packers in a second. Okay. 
we had a couple things go down this past week, you know, that were of somewhat importance. Mm -hmm. I'll start it off. Unanimous first team all pro Fred Warner, three times all pro in year one of the three players that did make it unanimously unanimously selected. You, it was you, Christian McCaffrey. I'm sorry, Tyreek. Is that Tyreek right? Hill. Yep. Oh, so I thought okay, okay, okay. So Fred, Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill. Christian McCaffrey is obviously the Niners. Tyreek Hill plays for the Dolphins. Um, so yeah, that was really exciting for you. That's so the unanimous thing that that's new. That he you, of course you've made all pro before. Not of course, it's a hard thing to do. <laughs> Fred has made all pro before twice. This is his third year making all pro, but this year he made all pro and he made the unanimous first team all pro, which means so how how all pro goes is they have 50 voters place their vote for who they believe should be a part of the first team and all 50 of those men voted for you all 50 voted men for or me. women men or women voted for fred warner they voted for fred warner i love that and it was it was special i mean every single one is special like my goals at the beginning of the year are to you know achieve these sort of things and be at the top of my game be better than i was last year right and the way I found people were like, oh, how do you find out? And I kind of had an idea that it was going to be during this past week. Mm-hmm. And my um, our head media guy or not not our head, but part of our media team, Peter, he's the one that I'm, I'm with every single day, like kind of talking, uh, like coordinating media stuff. He said, hey, we're going to have the Zoom meeting for you. Um, you know, talk talk a little bit about some things. I'm like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Unassuming. And I sit down. And the guy was a, was one of the was the head of the AP Voters Association or something like that. I forget what his head title was. I'm sure I'm butchering it. But anyway, he's like, Fred, uh, I just want to let you know that you've been chosen to the first team, first team all pro team this year. And you were a unanimous decision. And I'm like, oh, oh. and Kobe I'm was obviously. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. With the new year here, there's all kinds of anxieties and things to stress about and worry about for the new year ahead. Personally, what I am worried and have anxiety about is, you know, the ending of my pregnancy, everything going smooth, the baby getting here, me being good, you being good, us being good. All the things that you can imagine. So <laughs> there's just like a lot of unknown things and crazy things that happen um, after a baby's born. So I think it's always so healthy to be able to talk to someone about those issues if you do go through them. With BetterHelp, you can get help with finding your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that actually stick um, to you personally. If you're thinking of starting therapy, definitely give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, which is really convenient for people that need a more flexible schedule with their therapy choices which is nice especially if you're just starting out with your therapy journey celebrate the progress you've already made visit betterhelp.com slash warner today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash warner the guy tells me that i've been chosen as a first team all pro and i was a unanimous decision and i was just like shocked i'm like you know at a loss for words because it just it just means a lot to to because all I've ever wanted in this in this whole thing is like just the respect of my peers of anybody who watches NFL football. I've, I've always wanted that respect to be known as the best in the game, and so like that right there meant everything. And it also means a lot because it's a it's a it's an individual award, but it also speaks to how great of a of a team and how great of a defense that I play on because 
nobody achieves these sort of things just by themselves. Like I'm a product of playing alongside amazing players in the Nick Bosa's and Eric Armstead's and the Dre Greenlaw's and Oren Burks and these guys that I play alongside, like who don't get any recognition. Like this is for all of us, you know what I'm saying? And so like, that's kind of how I look at it. And I'm so blessed to be a part of the 49ers. I'm blessed to even have this recognition. And I don't, I know for a fact that it's not just because of what what I do. Like I know it's this is a complete product of people around me who allow me to be the best at what I do. So, like I said, very grateful, very blessed to have been on that. And we had a lot of players make All Pro this year. I think we had what five first team All Pros: me, uh, Trent, mm-hmm. McCaffrey, George, Juice. Juice made it for the first time because they they just added that fullback to the All Pro team finally. Mm-hmm. And then uh, second team, Mooney and B.A. making their first appearances as all pros. And all year, like, I was talking to Mooney about it. Me and him, we we started speaking it back in Hawaii. When we we linked up in Hawaii, you know, Mm -hmm. before the season started, we're in Hawaii. We're out there in the sand, like, doing drills and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, just those little things that people don't know that happen behind the scenes. Like, all the work that he put in and even through the highs and the lows. I know he was bummed out. He wanted to make first team, as yeah, I'm sure he, all of them do. But at the same time, like making making second team is because there's only two corners that are chosen for first team. It's two two corners chosen for a second oh, team. Oh wow! So that's huge. It's so hard to make it. Oh, that's huge. That's like, huge. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it was it's such a huge accomplishment. And the same thing with BA. Like, and you said he came in Mooney this year with like a different mindset. Like, yeah, I you like you said from off season when we were with him in Hawaii, like he was just super super motivated yeah. and just wanted to be different and like look the work that he put in and now Pro Bowl yeah. and, huge. and That's All Pro, huge. and then BA made his first All Pro as well. Yeah, so he's fully deserving of that. I believe both of them should have been first team, hands down. But I'm sure if they had two extra spots, it would have been them. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Next year. Yeah. Next year. Love that for the Niners. That's awesome. They have so many. That's yeah. really cool. No, it was. Were we the most out of the NFL? Um, or was there another team that had I don't. I don't know. I think the Cowboys may have more. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, that was so really cool to see. Speaking of the Cowboys, we uh, they had a game. <laughs> <laughs> And unfortunate, well, no, I don't know if it's unfortunate or not. Well, just, you know. It was well, unfortunate for them. The way the cookie crumbled was. It's unfortunate for them and their fan base. Yes. They lost to the. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay we're playing. Packers. Mm-hmm. Duh. You watched that game? What did you did, see? I did, but the, listen, I've watched so much football this week that it is just all meshed it's into all a blur. one. I can't differentiate teams bit. or anything anymore. Yeah. So, okay, wait. Let me get this right around the playoffs the Packers beat the Cowboys 48 to 32 Jordan Love 16 to 21 216 for 21 272 yards three touchdowns zero interceptions Jordan Love game of his life in his playoff debut as the first year as a starter for the Packers and he's just been phenomenal down the stretch it's going to be a huge test for us this weekend. I'm not taking them lightly. I'm not taking the Packers lightly. The Cowboys must have taken them lightly because you could just tell from the beginning of that game, like there was just a – it was a different feel about how Green Bay came out versus how Dallas came out. Like it was – you could tell Green Bay's mindset right away was literally they won the coin toss. And usually when you win the coin toss, you want to defer because that means that you're deferring your 
your chance to receive the ball in the second half. Mm -hmm. And you go you go out there on defense, you get a stop, and then blah, blah, blah. Green Bay said, nah, we, we'll receive. So that means we'll take the ball first, and we're going to score it on you. Mm -hmm. And they literally walked him down and scored to go up 7-0 to start the game. And so little by little, they just kind of started planting seeds of doubt with inside, like within the Cowboys. Um, and ultimately, it was too much. It was too much of a, a a deficit to overcome for the Cowboys. Like, yeah, they were able to score late in you know in the game to try to make it a closer uh, make it a closer game. But man, I mean, my hats off to the Green Bay Packers. I think I saw some that they're, they're the youngest team in the NFL regardless of playoffs or not, like they're mm -hmm. the youngest team in the NFL. And like for them to have walked into Dallas and do something like that. Huge. It's big time for them. Well, let's hope uh, their luck doesn't run yeah, we don't into want it this to continue. We don't, we, don't want the, we don't want them to continue to be successful. We don't. You know, it, it was It was good. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not kidding. We don't want them to be successful. No, of course. Not, that's not what I'm kidding about. That's not what I'm kidding about. Yes, we do not want them to be successful. We are going to put together a great week of preparation. They are. They have an advantage in the fact that they're coming off of uh, a win, and we haven't played football in I don't know how long. Yeah. So that's their that's their advantage. Our advantage is that we're fresh. We're at home. We're you know all these sorts of things. We're yeah. Busy. So, uh, yeah, I think people are going to be like, oh, how do you not take them lightly? That's not. First of all, you, if if you're asking that question, then you don't know what the type of team that we have and the type of maturity that we've been like I've, I've been a part of way too many teams way too many games to take anybody lightly mm -hmm. remember what i was talking to you about the the other day when i was talking about in the car like and how certain things have like changed the way i view yep. games and yeah, like the and way like, i approach one thing things. will happen in the rest of your career you'll... scars yeah i would talk about it these scars that are left and every scar allows more and more reflection and like kind of just not wasting a moment, mm -hmm. you know, really taking everything like it's your last. Mm -hmm. And this is not, this is just like, just like any of that, any of those other situations. I know. I feel good about it. I'm excited. Another big game this week where the Texans beat the Browns 45 to 14. That is a huge win for us personally because go D'Amico. Um, CJ Stroud's 157.2 passer rating was the highest mark for a rookie in NFL history. Um, is he the best rookie ever? <laughs> is that what this, is uh, that what's happening? Him and him and Puka Nakua are, are right there neck and neck. For, for greatest rookies, CJ Stroud has had an amazing, amazing year, um, continues to do so even in the playoffs. Him and Jordan Love are like the, the talk of the town right now. They look like they could be brothers too. They're both light-skinned, um, so that helps. <laughs> and they're young. And they're both they're young. Like babies. They're both balling. Yeah. They both got that it factor to them. So, yeah, I mean, things are going going well for them too. They're both athletes first products. Oh, wow. So, athletes first. Shout out athletes first. Uh, my agency. Wow. Or the agency, I'm, not my agency, but the agency I'm a part Brett, of. Brett owns it. I don't own Athletes First. <laughs> Let's make that clear. Um, I'm grateful to be a part of the club. <laughs> I'm just kind of right at the bottom, just kind of chilling out, chilling out down there at the bottom of Athletes First. So, yeah. Um, so they, the Texans, they took care of business against the Browns. That was a huge, huge win for D'Amico. I mean, they, the fact that they that even made it to playoffs was huge in itself to, to have won a playoff game now and be have a chance to go 
and play the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, come on. Like, they're having an outstanding year. So happy for them. In other news, the Lions beat the Rams 24-23. Detroit earns the first home playoff win in 30 years. Any thoughts um, on if Dan, Cam- Dan Campbell and his his coaching style? Who's Dan Campbell? The head coach for the Lions. The head coach for the Lions, my favorite. And You're, you know what? Yes. I just loved watching that season of the Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. For, that's why I like him so much is mm-hmm. from that show. He is just like an infectious personality. He is. Love him. And this one thing that me and Fred did do this offseason or <laughs> this little break, uh, we watched like documentaries. And one of the documentaries we watched was about Barry Sanders. And we both learned a lot about the history of Detroit, Barry Sanders, his legacy, um, the coaches at that time, their legacy, yada, yada, yada. And then how this was, I don't know, I just like watched it with a different perspective after watching that because yeah. of the respect for like Barry Sanders and like all the things he did and also just their, that franchise and how they haven't won in how however long I just said. Mm-hmm. And whenever they won and they showed a clip of one of the fans like getting emotional, mm-hmm. it was just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I'm sure it was great for the city of Detroit. I mean, that's Huge. that's been a long time coming to win a playoff game at home, right there. That's you know, and I'm sure there was mixed feelings about you know Matthew Stafford coming back home and oh, yeah. his reunion to Detroit. I know I saw a lot of booing and all that other stuff, but mm-hmm. hopefully there's no true hard feelings. I know Detroit obviously appreciates what Stafford did for them. It's just a hey, competition. Totally. They've got to win the game. Yeah. Of course, they're going to boo, all this sort of things. It's just the competition of it all. Booing's a part of football. It is what it is. Competition of it all. So, yeah, the Detroit Lions, they won a very tight ball game at the end there. I mean, it was it went down to the wire. Totally. That first down that they had at the end where they – it was a super gutsy call. Instead of running the ball, which is more of a conservative thing to do at that time of the game where you want to run the clock a little bit more, they decided to pass it. I think it was on, like, second down after a timeout. Instead of running the ball, they passed it. And had they not completed that pass – Clock stops, yeah. gives them Rams more time. You know, they have possibly get a stop, but they complete the pass and ice the game off that one play. I it was amazing. Love seeing that. If I wasn't a Niners fan, I think I'd be a Detroit Lions. Wow. Wow, nice folks. Time. You heard it here first. Yeah. Well, too bad. You're a Niners fan. And then lastly, the games this weekend, the Chiefs beat the Dolphins 26 to 7. The Chiefs are averaging their lowest points per game, 21.8. And, and yeah. There's that. Yeah. Uh, that, was a, that was a pretty – that was a lot of points. I mean – That game was significant the fact that the weather was the, the big the talking weather. point that whole game. You know, it was one of the coldest Freezing games cold. in NFL history. Yeah. Playing in something like that is miserable Quite from experience. The only thing you can do in that situation is literally mind over matter. Mind over matter. But I was saying the whole time, I was like, I feel like the Chiefs have the upper hand. One, because they're at home. Two, because they're they're used to this cold weather during this time of year. They're used, used to used playing to in frigid cold. Nobody's used to it. You don't think, Fred? I promise versus you. Versus the Dolphins, who are yeah, in no, the Florida? Yeah, no, the Dolphins for sure are less used to it, I guess you could say. But nobody's used to negative four with windshield feeling like negative 20. They're used to the negatives, but they're used to. Like really cold. The thing that they had to their advantage was playing at home in their stadium. Okay. Had they, you know what? They're gonna have to go on the road next week and play in Buffalo in cold in a cold environment. Acclimated because both teams are used to the cold. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if I'm I'm right. Wait, no, because they're both. I guess I wouldn't really. 
No. Here's my thing. Here's why I say what I say, because from personal experience, yeah. we're sunny Californians yeah. and we walked into Green Bay in 21 when it was zero degrees. Sure did. And we took care of business. We sure did. But it wasn't because one team was more acclimated to the cold. I'm or not the other. saying that's why the Chiefs won. No, no, no. I know. You're saying that they're more used to the cold. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they probably are. But I'm not saying like that's why they won. Polar bears are used to the cold rather than if you put a grizzly bear. They won because their defense showed up. <laughs> And showed out, and because Miami's offense couldn't get anything rolling, Kansas City got Pat Mahomes, and the, the offense just scores points, just boom, boom, boom. Even though it looks hard sometimes, they still do it. They just do it. Miami's defense is freaking slaughtered. They have injuries all across the board, season-ending injuries, all their key players out. So it was going to be a tough one to win for Miami. Mm-hmm. Kansas City handled business at home. They're on to the next. They go on the road. They play the Bills. That'll be a fun game to watch for everyone. And then the game that's on right now, I'm not sure what the what the score is. Let me let me check. How about you check? What the score of the game? Yeah. Uh, current, currently, I mean, by the time you guys are listening to this or watching this tomorrow, you already know who has won this game. But currently, uh, the Buccaneers are up 16 to nine uh, before the half, and the Eagles have the ball on their own 18. So. The Eagles are going to have to pull some things together. They're down by, what, uh, seven points right now? Hmm. So it's a one-score game. It's not too bad. Not too bad for the Eagles. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens there. So, now that all all the games are done, over with, da da da, da we know who we're playing. We Like we said earlier, we are playing the Packers on Saturday night at 5.15 p.m. That's 8.15 um, Eastern Standard Time. And how do you feel about it, Fred? I feel amazing. I said from the start, whoever got to come into Levi's, bring them on. Mm -hmm. And we are going to prepare just as hard as we've been preparing all season long for this matchup. It's going to be one for the ages. It's going to be such an electric atmosphere, such a fun atmosphere to be a part of, environment to be a part of. Um, Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a battle. It'll be, it will be. And then, so, in terms of just, like, the next step in weeks and da-da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. assuming, saying, if we get through this game with a win, we then progress to the next round of playoffs. And how many teams go to that round? So, this upcoming week, there's only four games. Wow. There's four games. Gosh, okay. Two AFC games, two NFC games. Well, That's it. So that just goes to show you that literally we're at the end of this thing. We're literally at the end of this thing. And so after this weekend is over, there will be two games remaining. Okay. So after this weekend, there's two games remaining. And then it's that that next week. There's no more off week. We'll play that next week. Yep. And then whoever wins those games, does the Super Bowl right after that? Or is it a little bit later? I think it's two weeks after that. Two weeks after that. Okay. For informational purposes, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not we're not worried about none of that. We're I'm just thinking because you know I'm a, I'm a, all about a schedule and a time, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, we're just focused on Green Bay. We're just focused on winning one. I'm just saying in terms of schedule for myself. We're just focused on winning just one game Saturday night. Green Bay Packers, 49ers, and boy, it's gonna be a goodie. What are you looking forward to most about the game? 
I'm just, looking for because you were well, you were show, you were showing me some outfit ideas that you were having I for what you. I was gonna say my outfit. Yeah. Okay. Because Are you, I've have a, you got that dialed in yet, or I haven't. I have to order a few more a few more things. I have to order. Um, and I'm just I've, I haven't really given a crap what I looked like. Oh. The last two three months. Okay. So I got kind of like a surge of energy, and I was just like, you know what, Sydney, like you're as big as you are. It is what it is. <laughs> oh you might as well dress yourself you know just dress yourself okay literally bare minimum said you know mm -hmm. i kind of had to talk with myself about that so i'm gonna try to dress yeah stuff myself into something here we go <laughs> it just never ends it never ends folks this is what this is what this is where we're at all right this is yeah, every day i feel good about it regardless of like really okay. how it looks I'm you're going, gonna look amazing i'm gonna feel good about it you're gonna look amazing I'm gonna have a great night. I'm gonna be with my friends. Yep. It's gonna be great. That's it. And um, you're gonna have a even better night. The best night ever. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I'm wearing? I do know what you're wearing. So this is a first. You know, I usually keep my my fits on the down low uh, for the game, but I figured this is our last podcast of the year. You know, we're shutting down for the playoffs after tonight. Well, it's not the last podcast of the year. It's the, first, it's the last, last one of the season. Of the first season. Last podcast of the season. I don't want to scare the folks. Last podcast of the season. <laughs> this is the first time uh, that we're going to do this. So for this okay. game, Levi sent me this uh, this Levi's jacket that I'm rocking to the game this week. Thank you, Levi. And they, uh, they sent me this custom jacket. It says Faithful to the Bay. Sorry, I was covering my mouth. Custom jacket, Faithful to the Bay on it. Uh, I'm not sure how exactly I'm gonna dress it up quite yet, but we're gonna style it. We're gonna figure it out. You know, it even it's got the uh, the championships right there on the on the arm. Wow! So I just wanted something that uh, was gonna have my mind right mm -hmm. while looking snazzy for the game. So, so thank you, Levi's. Thank you uh, to Levi's for hooking me up with that. Thank you for that. So we're both gonna just be dressed to impress. Um, and we're, you know, what most importantly, we're going to be focused, we're going to be dialed in, and That's we're going to be appreciative of this moment. That's it. Because, you know, sometimes you get wrapped up in the wrong stuff. Then mm. what are you going to wear? <laughs> oh, our first seed. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> no. We need to stay dialed in on what's important. Who are you telling? I'm telling you. Yeah. Because you've been telling me. So then I'm now digesting that. There we go. And telling you. Thank you. That's Focus the whole, the whole thing I've been trying in to, life, you know. guys. And it's not what you wear, you know, who you know, what you drive. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's your heart and your mind. Yeah. And your your focus. That's it. Go ahead. We well, you, you should you should be on a TED talk one of these days. I listened to two TED talks today while I was getting ready. Stop. Two. How did I know that? Because I guess I just spoke it. What uh, what were they on? The first one was on what was it? First one was on self confidence. There we go. And then we the, know we all need some of that. All, especially me. Lord knows it. <laughs> and um, the second one, <laughs> the second one was on. I think like how to stay motivated, like how to keep how to keep your drive in life, like because right now I'm in a lull. Okay. Which is interesting. No, I don't think it is because like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would go through this. Like I'm just at a really pivotal point in my life and. It, like, I don't know, I'm at a lull personally. So I'm just like, okay, what, what I need to change something like my mindset on life and my values and just like myself as a person, just, I think it needs to just 
be realigned. Okay. So I'm like working on those kind of steps. That's amazing. Small little steps. That's amazing. I know we talked a little bit about that. We did. But I'm glad you watched some TED Talks today. But like, we talked about, about it. it, but then I'm like, every single day, I'm like, I have to do the work to make those things happen. So it's just like little stuff. I listen to TED Talks and like positive affirmations. Try not to be scroll on Instagram so much. Mm-hmm. Like look at stuff that serves my brain and does not. Because it's just like it's a disease. It is. It's that a social cancer. media boy. It's bad. It'll tear you up. And it'll get you down. Tear you up. It'll tear you up. Mm-hmm. I'll be careful with that. I know. So, wow. Uh, Sydney here is just serving us up uh, a nice sermon today. You, know, you got to mix it up between the, football. But we'll we'll cut there with the football and we'll get into some fan questions. Okay. Wow, um, fan questions. We I'll, I'll do the first one. Okay. At CW49 mm-hmm. says, Fred, what was the hottest and coldest game you ever played in? Sydney, what was the most extreme weather you've attended? I'll start this one off because I already know. Mm. The hottest was definitely um, – a preseason game, not this preseason, but bef- uh, the year before. It was a preseason game. And I here? Sure- yes. Oh, wow. It was here. And I was, um, I remember because we were sitting out like in the family section and I wore like a, literally like I wore a tube top mm-hmm. and a pair of like skinny jeans that were like cropped. Like I was, I wasn't like I had a lot of clothes on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was back in my slim trim days. And... Okay. I was just sweating. So I had never been hotter. It was out of control. I remember that one just being really nuts, really, really, really hot. Okay, and wow. then the coldest was definitely our like the Green Bay game that we were just speaking about. I wore a ski suit to that game. Whoa. And it was cute, but it was definitely needed because mm-hmm. of the conditions. I mean, Green Bay, it's so cold there. It was snowing like a blizzard. It was wild. That was a crazy game. So easily, I'd say that was the coldest game I've been a part of. And with, with those games, you have to plan ahead to make sure that everything is to a T, what you're going to be wearing, the, the the different type of substances you got to rub on your skin to keep yourself warm and on your hands and your feet. Your hands and feet are the first to go in those in those conditions. So that was by far the coldest, but it was the most rewarding at the end when we won that game. Uh, so that was one of the most rewarding games ever. And then – Hottest game I've ever been a part of is actually, you don't know this, but in 2019, we started the year in Tampa Bay in September. Oh, my gosh. And so I remember it was probably like a 95-er with humidity beginning of this football season. And I remember I went out there for warm-ups, and I usually wore this little white undershirt underneath my jersey. And literally, by the time we were done with warm-ups and we had to go back in, I took I had to take it off. I had to literally go no shirt underneath my pads because that's how hot it was. That's how you get acne right there. Of course, that's probably the first thing you think of, but no. It was too uh, hot. You had to take it off. It was way too hot. I had to take it off and you literally wear the least amount of clothes as possible out there <laughs> to try to fend for yourself and you're on the sideline with the fan on you, you're <laughs> taking Gatorade and water and the, the electrolytes and Trying to just keep from passing out and cramping up. Here's a question. Would you rather play an extremely hot game or an extremely cold game? Mm, Gosh, that's so hard. I'd probably say say a hot game. You would rather play a hot game? I can't think. I got to use the restroom. Boy, was that much needed. (sighs) You, uh. Pick up. What's your favorite game? I have the chills. Um, I think I'd prefer to play in the heat than the cold because playing in the freezing cold, 
is so miserable. Yeah. Like playing in the in the heat is miserable too. Like, let's not get that twisted. Because like everything gets hard and like it hurts. The, the the thing I hate the most about the cold games is my hands and fingers mm-hmm. and my feet. It hurts. Like painful. They're numb the entire yeah, time. Yeah, that's painful. Not only is it painful, it's just like you literally can't play football when you don't have hands or feet. Yeah. So luckily, I've learned tips and tricks to try to keep that from happening. But like my hands are so beat up that the blood flow is already like not that great mm-hmm. to the fingers that are all jammed up. Mm-hmm. So when they're freezing, they're done. So I think I prefer hot. Okay. Good to know. Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, at Roheath Canan 71. Year in and year out, it feels like the 49ers have the most tight-knit team in the NFL. It's like a family. What does this team do to get that sort of tight-knit family-type feel throughout the team and organization? What would you say, babe, since you're, since you're right there in the thick of it and you see us, you know, year in and year out, be so close? What do you think makes the 49ers close? Um, I think they have a great leader. Leaders. Well, you're my leader, so Fred Warner um, is a captain, and I think you. I don't know. I feel like your your energy, your vibe, you know, and all the other captains, if they're dialed in, um, I don't know. I feel like their energy, whatever you put out as a leader, is captivating and infectious. So I feel like if you're doing that and creating a closeness, then what else do your teammate? I mean, of course, everyone could be like, no, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in the locker room. Baby. <laughs> I just I wanted to know, like, from the outside looking in, what you maybe would have thought. But that's okay. That's a good point. Uh, I'd say from personal experience, being here the last six years, you know, it's not even the fact that we do, like, a bunch of, like, team dinners and, like, guys going to each other's houses every single – every single day of every single week. Like I know those are sort of things that you can do to like build the camaraderie within a team. Mm -hmm. But I think the thing that makes our team close is going through hard things together and coming out on the other side of it stronger than you were. And like I say that, you know, every team is different every year. Like we have a new team every year. So only a select few guys have gone through like different hardships of, you know, what we've gone through. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about hard things as in like training camp. Like, I think we have one of the toughest training camps in the league. Like, as hard as we practice, as competitive as we as we practice, you know, I think even though, you know, you fight it out all training camp, I think that honestly at the end of the day makes you closer for when the battles come in regular season and throughout the year. And then, you know, same with this, the type of adversity you go all throughout the year. And it helps that you have guys in the locker room who all care about football so much and, and truly want to be successful at it and care for one another. Mm-hmm. So that ultimately builds, you know, a tight team. Speaking of the training camp, I remember this last training camp, you told me, I don't know who the player was, if he's even on the team, if he, blah, blah, blah. but there's a player that came from another team and that was just a commenting on like how hard you guys practice and like they weren't used to it and they were like, oh my God, like I'm dying <laughs> because, because whatever team that that yeah. person came from didn't, you know, do it the way that you guys did it. Yeah. So he wasn't like used to all that. I think like doing that sort of stuff is is a part of, of building that camaraderie. Yeah. Because you know, you want to be able to say that you earned it at the end of at the end of this thing. Like, you know, and um yeah, I think we have guys that usually that that guys that make the work environment enjoy enjoyable 
even through the hard times. Mm -hmm. Last question from James Hatcher, 7187. Have you guys picked a name out yet? Whoa. James, we have. We have we have picked out a name. We've had it picked out since like the first trimester. Um, it's a name that I've always loved. It's something that What is it? Ha ha ha. It's <laughs> we're not gonna disclose the name of our child <clears throat> until he's born. Okay, we're holding um, off, guys. So look for the next Instagram post. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's the only way they're going to find out. Not the next one. The next one about a baby. Yeah. That when our child is born. <laughs> Sometime in March, you'll figure you'll figure it out. His name's picked out. It's a uh, it's a strong name. And it is coming soon. <laughs> okay, that's all the fan questions. Um, that about wraps it up for this last episode of the first season of the Warner House. Whoa. It's just like, wow. Wow. We've come a long way. Yeah, they were showing clips of literally that first intro that we did <laughs> from week one. I was like a robot. It takes a second. It, ta it does. And, and the thing is, you know what's so beautiful about that is that next season, we're going to be even better. We'll we'll have taken some time off, so we'll have to like kind of get our footing back. No, no, we're yeah. gonna split. We're gonna dive we're gonna right to get in. Up, we're gonna have to get our footing back a little bit, honey. No, we're gonna dive right in. I'm gonna I have hope. so much to say. Okay. We're gonna have been through so much. We're gonna have been through the rest of these playoffs, whatever that looks. I'm gonna like. have my harness on with my baby in the front like this. We're gonna have gonna our baby boy. We're gonna have went through a, a birth of our, our firstborn son. We're gonna have been through playoffs, whatever that means for us. The rest of this football season off season all of that experiences trips we're gonna have so much to talk about you guys so i'm i'm excited mm -hmm. i'm excited um just like looking back what are some of your favorite um like moments from season one was it like was it a win a specific win like for the team was it a favorite guest anything i mean there'll never be any anything like that um that episode after our, our win coming off of the win versus the Cowboys in primetime after that type of the game that obviously that, that I had, that we had, and that point of the season, I think that took us to like 5-0 and or something. Yeah. That was that was a good one. That was a good – that was a good memory. I think just in terms of the podcast, my favorite episode this season was the episode where we announced our pregnancy – that was my favorite. Okay. That, sure. that wasn't too long ago. Yeah, that wasn't too long ago. But that was my favorite episode of the season, I think. Because mm -hmm. I felt I was just so excited. That was it was nice exciting. to be able to share with you guys. So um, so from September to January, uh no, we're gonna cut that out. Um so we've done we've been pretty successful. We've totaled over six million views just on YouTube of the Warner House and over a hundred thousand followers on all socials. Um that have to do with the the Warner podcast. So I don't know. I just feel like that's that's like a that's it's a big deal for just a little podcast that we started just wanting to talk football, talk family, talk, you know, life and in this industry from my perspective, obviously from your perspective as a player, as a wife. Um I hope that like someone got something out of this, right? I'm sure a lot of people got At something. At the least out of we it. were just entertaining to you. On that, your Tuesday commute, you know? That's it. 
at the least, I'm pretty sure we we provided some comedic relief. Some or you laughs. did. You did. You're too. funnier Baby, than I you're am. You're so funny. You're actually way funnier than me. It just comes natural. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. So, she I don't strikes know. again. It's been such this has been one of i think looking back at 2023 this has been one of the most like how how can i say this the most unusual thing that we've done we typically i didn't see us doing something like this the fact that we jumped in and we're like let's do this we're so excited and then to be successful on top of that is like a huge accomplishment i think we went in with zero expectations it was something that we just thought would be fun yeah and it ended up being something that we we really truly enjoyed and it you know i'm sure a lot of people got something out of it but i know we got something out of it too so much and for it to be as successful as it was was cool to see given that we're truly just trying to be ourselves like we're not trying to like put on some face for anybody or do it because we're being told to do so like we truly just wanted to come on and just share a little bit of our life and our behind the scenes Mm -hmm. you know which i'm sure people enjoy and can uh yeah take something from it's been it's been very self-serving it really has. It, like through watching all the, and these are memories that we'll always be able to look back on and look back at these episodes and laugh and give you guys laughs and entertainment and let you know, of course, like a little inside to our life. And it makes us feel closer to the faithful to, for sure. Mm-hmm. I love big being at the games and people coming up to me and be like, I listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I go to the gym. People, I listen to your podcast, mm-hmm. the, the grocery store. Ah, it's just like, so you feel so connected to people. And I, that's, if, 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 I, if I get anything out of social media, it's connection. Mm-hmm. that's what actually matters you know as i've been doing my reflecting as we talked about mm-hmm. so we are so thankful for you guys and this this season has been incredible and we're taking a small hiatus like we said this is going to be the end of season one we're going to pick back up oh my goodness sorry guys we're going to pick back up for season two um sometime in the summer we don't know exactly what month but we if you're connected with us on our socials you will will of course like drop that whenever we have the exact day but um we will be gone for playoffs we'll be gone for the birth uh and off season but we will be back before probably preseason starts well again we'll let you know just stay tuned on our socials and stuff and yeah wish us luck there's a lot lot of big stuff coming up these next three months so uh stay connected with us on all of our other socials we're not going to stop posting of course on everything else we can stay updated through that but this is the last tuesday of the warner house until season two um we love you guys we are thankful for you go niners and we will see you guys when we see you We'll see you guys Saturday night. Yeah, we'll see you Saturday. For some playoff football. Green Bay Packers, 49ers. Huge. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts and to the Warner House on YouTube.